With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to The Divide with Mike and Corey, two diehard baseball fans who don't agree on anything. Which side will you choose? This Welcome is to The, the Divide, divide. Mm-hmm. with Mike and Corey. Mm-hmm. That's your boy Todd Frazier. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I'm Julie Stewart Banks. <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Cliff Floyd. You can catch me on The Divide. You can catch me on The Divide on Fox Sports The Gambler. Mm-hmm. Hopefully our disagreements one day bring us all together. So mm-hmm. stupid. So... So corny. So, I hope our disagreements bring us together. Yeah, I do. This is the divide. <laughs> and welcome everybody to the divide live on Fox Sports The Gambler 1025 Philly 1041 Trenton. It's hot, Philly. It's hot. Oh my God. It's the hottest weekend ever. Bert doesn't in have AC. The right history now. of the world right now. I'm not it's, even exaggerating. I know it said it's that. Literally it said the that. hottest Sweet weekend ever. in the history yeah. of the world. That's crazy. Uh, and then poor Bert doesn't have AC. No, that sucks. I was there last year. I came home from vacation right. to broken air condition. Yeah. Uh, you had a broken AC a few years I back. Did. I remember yeah. the guys. Were I feel like out. it's like a rite of passage, and it only oh, happens. Well, of like, course, in the summer when you're right. running the AC nonstop. But the hottest week ever. Yeah. Good God, man. Good luck getting somebody out there, too. <laughs> like, that's kind of hard. They say in yeah. – uh, someone was telling me in Phoenix or somewhere in Arizona, because Arizona's been hot yeah. forever, but right. specifically this week, it's been like 120 outside, but the asphalt gets even hotter. So, like, people that – like, there's burn yeah. units that you you would get in, admitted to the burn unit because you trip, fall, and you and your skin touched the pavement. No. Because it's like close to 180 to 200 degrees. So you're burning your skin just by falling on the ground. Yeah, we're in the 90s. And then by Sunday, it drops down to 80. That's your weather report. That's a good golf day right there. Oh, yeah. After that's the funniest part, right? Because like 80 degrees is always unbearable until you have to deal with 90 for like three days. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I should get a sweater. (laughs) Like, you know, it's just it's everything's relative when it comes to temperature. It's so funny. Speaking of golf. Yes. You sent me something the other day about which president you would want yes. to have a round of golf with. Mm-hmm. And this gave choices, but we can just go through it. Go through whatever. Because golf's yeah. been around for a long time. Right. I, actually, when was golf invented? Let's make sure we're historically accurate for our, our hypothetical here. I know baseball is like 160 years old. So. I, do golf, I feel like golf is stupid old. Has to be older. Where's the swing it and ding it, guys? I feel like they would know. Oh, my God. Oh, no. That, not golf. Not gold, oh, golf. Yes. <laughs> 1744. So we can oh, say, geez. we can say in the history of America, Fred Flintstone any, was there. <laughs> any president. So who would you want to go and play around with? So I'll go with my top dog right now. Go ahead. JFK. Okay. Yeah, that'd be my first. He did have a pretty swing. Yeah. Nice swing. I, I just love his accent. I would love his. Chowder. The, <laughs> some chowder. The banter. And also like after 18. 
that after party is going to be pretty dope. Oh, uh, that's if you make it through 18. Uh, uh, I, I think you and JFK are, are done by the term. I thought you, you guys are gets assassinated. No, 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 no. You're flagged. You're drunk. Not that. Not like that turn. Like... Not that turn, buddy. You're not playing in Dallas here. Whoa. Whoa. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, took a, I thought I was going down. It's like, oh, no. No, the turn from nine to 10. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, no, fair. No, but the after oh, party, man. my God. God. You guys yeah. are leaving after nine. And you're gonna have one hell of a night. Nuts! Oh yeah. my god, they're gonna uh, they're gonna find so many things in your system. My boss uh, from PC Richard, Anthony Bold, he uh, he was like, uh, "What about FTR? Wasn't he in a wheelchair? Like he wanted the handicap thing so he could go cart pad, cart pad only, only, so he didn't have to." Yeah. <laughs> oh oh my god, I'm going George W. Bush Jr. Like, uh, let me watch now. Let yeah. Watch this drive. You're not staying for terrorism. <laughs> watch this drop and he rips it right I mean, that's what it is like i guess i'd be more inclined to pick somebody else if uh, there's more recorded presidents golfing yeah i like look obama was definitely on the links enough right uh you know and trump obviously too but i feel like he's got some funny math when it comes to his card for sure like he's got an eraser on that side trump clinton golf with clinton you know it'd be interesting oh man i bet you need that he'd have that party he'd have that cart girl wrapped around his (laughs) finger this is getting crazy oh nuts let's go back to baseball here um baseball philly Mm. it's heating up philly and it is not just the weather uh great week you know, taking two out of three out of the the, the Orioles, doing the, the Yankees a favor. Um, yeah. Tough matchup. Um, and, and close games, too. So it's not – it's really – actually, one's – Crazy close, actually. Yeah. yeah. Even the one you guys dropped was uh, was close. And then mm-hmm. the Pirates come to town today and the weekend. It's like being on or, I'm vacation. sorry, you go to the Pirates. They don't come to town. Yeah. We go to the Pirates. Beautiful um, ballpark, probably. Great ballpark and yeah. a beautiful chance to sweep the Pirates and then head down to Miami – for four games. I mean, do Philly, yeah. you guys are in a great, again, week after week, we keep saying you're in a good spot. Um, definitely in a good spot for wild card. Uh, are you going to catch up to Hotlanta? Well, yes. Uh, no, no, I don't think that, I think that's uh, not going to happen, but what you have to be excited about is one, your ballpark was packed all weekend, you know? So that's exciting from a fan base. So the fan base understands now like oh this is important because last year nobody showed up to that ballpark till about september i was gonna say the end of august yeah yeah, because nobody understood the wild card race like they really didn't yet and uh, now it's as important as catching atlanta and i think that they're going to be playing playoff atmosphere type baseball when they're at home for the majority of the rest of the season which is great advantage philly advantage that team because they feed off that crowd bryce harper does I mean, you know, him at first base has been amazing. And I say that as a guy who uh, loves that position and uh, gets annoyed when people just think it's a plug and play position. I think it's one of the hardest positions to do in a, in a, in a good uh, and be good at it. Like a Keith Hernandez, a John Olerud, um, you know, and then a guy like Ron, Ryan Howard, who was good, but obviously that was the position he had to uh, be okay with. And same thing goes with Pete Alonso. Like Pete is not a good first baseman. Neither you could argue Reese Hoskins isn't either. I they're, feel they're like bats. that's go ahead. Yeah. Their bats are the reason why they play there, especially before DH. So, uh, you know, Harper going out, making an unassisted double play jump, actually jumping in the crowd, mm-hmm. Corey, oh, to, stop. Catch, to catch it, stop uh, it, to catch a ball. Dude, I thought he was going to die. Like literally 
that man did not care about his own life. Neither when did Jeter. Neither did Jeter. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to have this argument every year with him. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to have this it's argument exactly every year. exactly a year it's from ridiculous. last year, just so you know. Yeah, Michael K says, <laughs> Derek Jeter makes the catch, and then like a decade goes by, and then he dives into the stands. No, the moment, it was two care. steps. I don't care what you say. Uh, you could have stopped. He, if he hit the wall, it'd be one thing. He and look, he got messed up by doing it, but I think he was doing it because the competitiveness in him, A-Rod's there. He's just letting people know that he's that dude. But I think it was, I, I don't know. I think it was avoidable as as a, a human being, I think. And, you know, no, uh, no. Because they, <laughs> we've called ourselves a divide and we haven't really argued on the show. Let me tell you something, Philly. For the record, the, the Yankees played the Mets uh, two days this week, two games. Mm. The Mets took the first game. The Yankees took the second game. Let me just paint a picture of our group chat. The first the first night where the Mets were up like, what, 7 nothing. Yes. The Mike Powers, uh, uh, the Mets would be so good if they played in the Bronx. I, I meanwhile, think that. Meanwhile, I still it was think one that. guy. It was, yeah. And Vogelbach got lucky. Uh, Bogey was, got a hoagie. It was, it was yeah. Alonzo had like five ribbies when you sent that. nuts, time. dude. But, yeah. but the very next night, crickets. Uh, crickets, yeah. Crickets. I guess they're not so good in the, in the Bronx the second night. Yeah. Three to one. Nobody was good that night. Ridiculous. The ball just wasn't going out. Ridiculous. The ball. There was a problem with the ball. It probably was. Um, so trade deadline. It just felt good to see an offense actually click. And that, that was my argument. Like, it, maybe it could be. Not what you said. But it could also. Maybe because your fans were there. You know, there was a packed crowd. I don't know. They, it was a great first game. And I'm like, all right, now we're with house money. But it feels like the Mets and Yankees always split those series. They and, do. And it's I, annoying. I can't remember in years yeah. past any. It's been it. At least, I want to say since before 2012, where the yeah. Yankees, I remember just the Yankees sweeping the Mets. I think for the most part, it's been 50 50 uh, every year since. And also, Phillies get Baltimore, Braves get Boston. I feel like normally the Phillies get the better end of that deal. Mm -hmm. uh, but this year, not so much because Baltimore is actually playing their butts off. Oh, but, real? you know, so I, I rather would have been playing your team. And I'm glad that the Mets split. So, whatever. Like, you know, it's. I mean, we're in purgatory. Like, it just feels like, are we out? Are we in? Uh, it sounds like the Mets are sellers now. So let's see what they sell. They don't have much to sell. Just some old pitchers and a closer, really. And and maybe some guys that could come off the bench, like a Matt Stairs type guy. Like, I could see Vogelback or somebody like that. Or Canna going to be that fourth guy. A guy that did get traded. And last year when he got traded to a team, that team ended up in the World Series. And that's Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard got moved from Cle uh, from L.A. to Cleveland in exchange for Ahmed Rosario. So two guys that used to play for the Mets now just flip uh, teams. Instantly you know. got better. Yeah, yeah, I guess, right? Instantly. Yeah, as soon yeah. as they left. Uh, you know, so uh, shout out to Noah. Enjoy your new team. And uh, I, I hope uh, maybe you'll be in the World Series again. Who knows? But that guy's going to have more playoff experience than everybody else on the Mets <laughs> since 2015. Uh, so it's crazy. And trade deadlines come August 1st. 1st? Yeah, August yeah, 1st. August yeah, August 1st. So next Tuesday? Yeah, you're on terrible Tuesday, with so math. I yeah. am terrible with the calendar. Uh, but it's coming up, and I feel like Phillies, Mets haven't really done anything. Same thing over in the AL. The Yankees yeah. are just small moves here. Rumors, a lot of rumors of, of like Alec Bohm. Yeah, not making you know, not lasting past the trade deadline. Yeah, uh, which is surprising. That's nuts. Um, and it's not a knock on him. I mean, he's he's had a serviceable year. Mm -hmm. Um, he's he's if he was on the Yankees, it would be oh, an you, average stat. Batting two seventy nine, you know, is, is um, we'd have a shirt. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd be like, yeah. get him in the lineup <laughs> now. Um, you know, he, he's 26, has yet to reach any sort of big arbitration, and and he 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 could still have some life in him. So uh, whether or not he stays on Philly, uh, and who else they were looking at? Uh, Sosa might not make the cut. Rumors that they're trying to shop around along with Josh Harrison. So a good utility guy, someone that that can benefit any team. Um, but it all depends on on what they're looking for. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot going on, but also not a lot because uh, even you look at teams that are six and a half, the Reds uh, were like a week ago and now they're back in it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you got to kind of really there's not that big of a market. And now the biggest fish in that market was said he's not leaving. I'm not leaving. And by the way, we tried to get that sound uh, drop. You cannot find an edited version of Wolf no, of Wall Street. No. I know because I saw it in theaters with my mom on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so <laughs> we all with it. That opening scene, I or Christmas, whatever. Yeah, it was I think a it was, holiday. Yeah, it was, it was probably Christmas. So we we Christmas. all went. We didn't go together. Right. But I, I went and saw it the same day you did. It was some yeah, holiday. It had to I remember. be Christmas. Yeah. And I went with the brothers. Mm -hmm. And then when you told us that you went with your mom, we were like, oh, my Dude, God. I thought it was boiler room. Because type. the opening yeah. scene, if you guys have ever seen Wolf of Wall Street, the yeah, opening scene scene is Leonardo DiCaprio doing a line of, of drugs yep, yep off of a young uh industry type woman's yep. behind yes opening scene. scene like sitting next to you like I sat next to my mom when we watched Titanic okay. when I was like this big <laughs> and I thought and this... he's painting a half it's Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> I That's thought it was the Titanic don't take version your mother to see a Leonardo DiCaprio film you I just learned that now I learned that now yeah I learned that now <laughs> Uh, but no, it was, it was, oh my God, talk about wanting to just die. You know, and my, if you know my mom and most of you don't, she's hella saint. religious. She is a, a saint. saint. Uh, and it, it just, it was, I should have watched. If you ever need someone to pray for you, it's mama power. She's, yeah. she is um, a, a great, um, uh, holy woman that you definitely don't want to sit next to and watch Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. My God. I thought if anybody's ever seen Boiler Room, I thought it'd be like that, like the <laughs> Titanic version of that. I honestly thought it'd be a weaker version of Boiler Room. And hey, listen, and, that's how all love stories start right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. a nice line of <laughs> something of <laughs> oh, a woman man. you're paying. Uh, yeah, so getting back to Otani which is what started all of I, I this. I haven't seen a movie with my mom since. Uh, I don't blame you. It's too risky. You can't yeah. go see the Barbie movie. I guarantee if you go see Barbie with your mom, there, there'd be no way uh, anything crazy would happen. Uh, Angels announced they're all in for Otani. He's not leaving. He's not going anywhere. Um, takes all the markets away. No no one can have him. Um, they're, they're just really going to... And then they're going to keep him, and, yeah. and then now the negotiation starts. Yeah, dude. I mean, and that's really all it is. Look, like, he's got a chance to beat the home run record. You know, he's got a, a 39 home runs and counting, maybe more while we're recording this. But right. but it's insane, man. Like, so they they announce they're keeping him. Right. They, they make a trade that, hey, look, all right, it it's a decent trade. Nothing crazy uh, to, to help build. But then he goes out. Throws a one hitter in a he's doubleheader. He plays both games. Mm -hmm. Throws a one hitter in the first game, complete game one hitter, and then two home runs in in the next one. It's it's you, he gets a blank check. Mm -hmm. I don't care where every team should say what do you want. No, he's getting above Aaron Judge number. He's getting Not a long term bold. contract. He's it's going to be a yeah. eight to ten year contract, a billion dollars. Yeah, he's getting Jeff Bezos money. There's just you. 
it doesn't matter at this point. Health no. is it does not matter. You pay the man because he's he's worth it. Even if you get three seasons out of him, he's he's gonna be worth it. I mean, come on. Pool, a guy like Pujols got 10 years. I mean, you, you can't mm-hmm. give this guy any less than that. No. Um, but that, that was the biggest news at a trade deadline, honestly. All the, the only big fish that everybody had their eyes on. We can get rid of the jar. Yeah. Uh, or we can spend that money. We should, uh, we should go money. We should go down to PC Richard and spend that money. I love it. We have our nice little PC Richard mugs for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, drinking our coffee out of those mugs. Check it out. It is hot. We said this weekend, Philly. Stop by PC Richards for any cooling needs. And I'm not talking just fans and air conditioners, fridges, freezers, whatever appliance you need to help keep you cool during this little heat wave. Buy a freezer and just go sit in it. Who cares? Or a temperature-controlled pillow. Or a temperature-controlled pillow, yeah. man. I'm telling you. You ever want the cool side of a pillow? Check out PC Richard and Son because it's all, both sides are always cool. You never have to flip that thing. It's nuts. Amazing. Dude. Check out uh, PC Richards uh, for all of your appliance needs. Uh, let's get into something a little crazy here. And you were the one that introduced this to me and it's blowing my mind. Yo, and the funniest <laughs> thing was, uh, so I was prepping for it and trying to nicely explain it to my wife why Peyton's listening. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause you never think your kid's listening until like your mid conversation and realize your kid's listening. It's the worst thing in the world. By the way, shout out to Peyton before we get into this. She's now a two wheeler. Ride a two-wheeler, Hell bro. Yes. Dad achievement unlocked. There it Took is. Took 20 minutes. She was flying past me. Uh, I promised her I'd mention on the radio. So here you go, pay. I love you. Great job. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna talk about this. It's uh we talked about Otani, so we're gonna talk about the original Babe Ruth of baseball, which was George Herman Ruth. He's a stone cold murderer. Did Babe Ruth set his wife on fire? Who was Babe Ruth's wife? Uh-huh. Did he did he kill him? So it's this whole deep dive. How did this even pop up? Like whether or not Babe Ruth, Ruth killed his wife? Because uh, this man celebrated. You know how I said across all sports. You know how uh, what my buddy Mike and I'm sure you're 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 tired of it. I've been sending a lot of reels and DMs lately mm-hmm. to the point where I got to chill out. Like tonight, I'm just gonna put the phone down. But I went into like a deep dive, and then all of a sudden, it was like. Did Babe Ruth kill his first wife? I'm telling yeah, you, man. It's so to give you the the three minute story. That's about all the time we have until the end of the segment. But Babe Ruth had this wife. He had a daughter with, mm-hmm. um, and then he started sleeping around. He's Babe Ruth. I mean, I don't, I don't care who you are. You, you can right. be any athlete that's that's on top of their game like that. You you. You and they're go going to want to be on top of something. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> I'm not condoning. I'm not saying it's no, good that he did. I'm just saying, happens. you know. It, Even Kobe slipped up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, they, they kind of split, I guess. You know more about this than me. I'm just kind of seeing yeah, this. Yeah, apparently, like, he asked for a divorce. She refused without taking a lot of his money. Mm-hmm. Like, she wouldn't leave without getting a blank check, essentially. Yeah, good for her. Right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> so why... Uh, babe was on the road. Um, there was a terrible, terrible freak accident mm. at the home. It happens. I mean, we're talking, this is the twenties. This is before world war two. Right. So this, anything could happen. I don't know. It could be before one and two. I don't yeah. know when one, no, no, it's before. But world also there's, there's no forensics or anything to, to no. prove that it wasn't it's a, a freak accident. And it, uh, let's see. Uh, there's a fire at the house. There's a fire at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, rumor has it. His his ex-wife took too many sleeping pills and just fell asleep. That was the primary uh, investigation. It said that she just 
fell asleep <laughs> on, on who knows who knows <laughs> we don't know how the house caught on fire right we don't know uh who had to do they said that this i guess the sister was also a possible suspect suspect <laughs> no, the one thing i will share is then how long did they wait to get remarried Nah, not long at all apparently two months not long at all <laughs> Enough to make sure that he wasn't going to be probed anymore. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. The things our athletes get away with today is ridiculous. But, you know, I think this is just can't even like, get out of DUI if you're an athlete anymore. This dude got away with murder. I think this is just bad timing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was oh. January, 11, January 11th, 1929. Uh, her, I guess she did she remarry or she had. A boyfriend or something that no. was out watching a boxing match? I guess. I don't know. All I know is she refused to divorce the babe without getting paid. Daughter was out at a boarding school, a Catholic right. boarding school. The good old days when more people would just send their kids out. Helen was alone at home. She took a few sleeping pills, turned on the radio, and fell asleep in the second floor room. Who takes sleeping pills and then turns on the radio, by the way? Yeah. Can we talk about this? Like, man, I'm having trouble sleeping. Let me take these sleeping pills. And then let me just turn something yeah. on. But I'm I guess like, like some people need that white noise, like, right? I like I, I don't I know. Like I don't have a TV in my room. I don't in my I can't have one. Like I used to, but then I yeah. just stopped. Right. I used to like set a timer and then just yeah, whatever. No, I I like, can't I have blackout curtains, like I want to be in a coffin when, when no, I sleep. So she she took sleeping pills. She fell asleep, turned the radio, you know, radio on, fell asleep. And then around 10 p.m., a passerby notices smoke sweeping from the window. Immediately informed authorities, but by the time the firefighters reached the flames, they was, it was gone. That's it. They We're now a true crimes podcast. That's right. <laughs> they found her with major burns and declared her as dead. So we don't even know if the fire killed her. <laughs> Could have been the sleeping pills. Oh, my God. We, you know what? We're going to have to take a quick break. We're, we're going to go to a deep dive. Uh, check out our socials, um, Divide Live on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the YouTube that you can watch us live on. Give us a shot, Network YouTube or Fox Sports, the Gambler YouTube. Head on over there. You guys can see the in-between, the commercial breaks, the banter, and then uh, pretty much the whole show. So we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Philly, stay with us. Jesus. The Gambler. Philly's home for all things sports gambling. You're listening to The Divide right here on The Gambler. And we are back, everybody. If you joined us on YouTube Live, we did a little bit of a deeper dive into the whole Babe Ruth, Helen Ruth murder conspiracy and who was married to who and who was the real killer and what their motives were. We, we didn't do any of that, but we did dive a little bit more into it and how crazy it was and how easy you can get away with murder in the 1920s and 1930s. Dude, it's absolutely crazy. Like, and they're all pointing fingers, but nobody went to jail. No, like it's like, yeah, the cops are like, yeah, that's one theory. Yeah. Yeah. That's one theory. Yeah, that could have been it. You're yeah. probably right. We're going to go with yeah. freak accident. Case closed. <laughs> it's fine. These are the fires. They happen all the time. Yeah. And how far have we gone as a, uh, you know, my God, you can't man. like, you, you, this is going to sound so terrible. You can't even like pee outside without someone's no. camera catching it. Oh anymore. my like, God, it's just, dude. Like, yeah. it's unreal. Let's, uh, let's switch over. Let's talk some football news. Training camps have been open. Yeah. Uh, football news have just, it, it, it exploded this week between contract negotiations and we'll get into Saquon Barkley 
We'll talk about how the whole running back committee. Um, we'll talk about a couple different things, uh, fan markets too. Uh, let's just kind of dive in. We're going to go a little quick fire here, Mike. I'm just going to throw a couple things out. So earlier this week, uh, there was a Zoom call with a list of running backs that attended just to kind of discuss, and this was not early, but it was last Saturday. Too um, funny. Just to kind of discuss what, how to drive the market up on running backs. And right. we had a good conversation about this, so I wanted to bring it back on air. So in this Zoom call, you had Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, McCafferty, Pollard, Chubb, uh, Najee Harris. Uh, and they threw out a couple of possibilities um, on how to kind of drive their market up. And someone suggests, I don't know who exactly, but there was rumor that someone suggests like exaggerating injuries um, like to make like, uh, I, I can't come back. Like, you know, like, cause they're not getting paid. I so guess like the they NBA. To, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, like yeah. Or I just want to trade like something a, to the effect of like, we want to really show our team, um, you know, that, that we, they need us when in reality, and then you see it more in the running back position because they're, they're mainly the ones getting hurt. But in reality, when it comes to Running backs, if someone gets hurt, that's you see it all the time in fantasy. You pick up some random person off the waiver wire because they're next up and they end up going off insane with however many touchdowns and however many yards. So it's it's not really a, a matter of exaggerating injuries, but how can you get the running back market up? And I said you can't. Yeah, It's just the name of the game. And it, the only longevity and the only position where you're going to get a lot of money is going to be the quarterback. And wide receivers a few have the ability to get paid, um, but you're never going to see a long-term guaranteed contract for running backs. You're only really going to see that for quarterbacks. Right. But you had made a good point. Yeah. And I know it's not the way the NFL is structured. It sort of is, but you talk in fantasy football. Yeah. When you draft in fantasy football, go oh, ahead. It's, we're always talking running back way before we're ever talking quarterback. So it just goes to show um, the drop off and, and how valuable a running back, a good running back is. Right. So I would almost say like, hey, midseason, they should be able to negotiate the rest of their season, you know, or something like that, because it is such a small freaking window. But I'm sorry. And Giants fans, you could hate me for this. And this could be because I'm a dumb Giants fan. Uh, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Oh, but Danny Dimes isn't even the best quarterback on your team. No. Saquon Barkley is. Barkley's a better quarterback. <laughs> The dude can throw freaking bullets out there, man, uh, and bombs. I could, out, I bet you he could out, out throw Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. I bet you this man should have been paid a lot more than what he got. Uh, you know, it's only a million dollars more than what he would have gotten through, um, you know, the franchise tag. And now they can franchise tag him again. So unless he has like a verbal agreement with them that they're not going to do it again to him, I'm pretty sure they're going to do it again. Of to course him. they are. Yeah. I think running back should be looking for like the old school cell phone contracts. Yeah. Two, make it two years and fully guaranteed. Yeah. That's that it. way. That's it. Uh, you know, and they don't want to get hurt. It's not like they're looking to get an easy payday. They want to no. keep playing, keep making money. So you, they can have an amazing two years. And then that gives them the ability to shop around for a team that it can pay them more because they really desperately need this elite you know, running back here. Yeah. So I, I think you're not going to get that five, six to eight year deal as a running back. It's just not going to happen. No. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's also, it's just disappointing. The fact that somebody has this mindset and again, they didn't dime them out. Uh, you know, that you could just be injured or, or take time off. And I, I, I just, that sucks, man. That really sucks. 
uh, just it just kills the game. But like, yeah, the disparity between a quarterback and and I get it, they're like the face of it or whatever. Uh, and and just the running backs to tight ends to wide receivers, wide receivers you see getting paid, you know. But and also, a few. yeah, also like we meet some of these, uh, you know, veteran or guys that are out of the game and they're like, oh, I didn't make quarterback money. You know, Ike Reese was the first person 15 years ago that I met that said that to me and he was buying a TV. He's like, Hey man, I, I didn't make quarterback money. I literally work on a radio station yeah. uh, right now. So I was like, no, nah, I got you. Like, don't worry about that. And, uh, you know, he's one of my customers and it, it's been really cool. Deandre Swift, his father mm-hmm. is my customer. Uh, from Northeast Philly, he's my customer. He just moved to Jersey. I helped him with with his move uh, and bought him some stuff. But he's not nearly paid as much as as his name. Like these no. are household names that are paid like relievers in baseball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the crappiest pitcher in and, baseball gets but paid as a bad as it is. It's just that's just the nature of the business. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not saying it's, it's a, a great business. thing. Yeah. The, you know, I'm not saying that it should be acceptable, but it it is what it is at this point. I they, mean, I'm, they, I'm not saying they don't have any platform to stand on. It's always advantage owner. And exactly. And we've yeah. talked about this. Let's go uh, into quarterback here. Cam Newton in the news this week. <laughs> uh, fan was heckling him. And this is Cam always. He just always wants to run his mouth like he's got something to prove. But he, you can't prove it, Cam. So um, a fan was heckling him. It was some sort of football camp saying, how many rings do you have? How many rings? Another and he just, football camp? Uh, I heckle? forget. I was. Because he remember that kid camp he got heckled at too? Yeah, yeah. This was out? some called out by a fan. It was some sort of football camp. Yeah. And this time it was by an adult. How many rings do you have? And wow. Cam decided to walk over and say, I don't have any, but our bank account's not the same. It's like, yeah. why do you even choose to respond, dude? You're rich. You're an athlete. You you can literally do whatever you want except win a Super Bowl and play yeah. competitively in the NFL anymore. But it's just you when you choose to stoop down to that level and respond, you're just you're getting that response. Like just you're getting what the media wants. You're getting these fans, you know, just trying to ruin your day. Like, yeah, you, you've played in the NFL for how long? You've been in the in the spotlight, you know, even since playing in, uh, God, uh, Auburn. Like, it's just you, you got to know how to handle yourself. And not that he did anything wrong. Right, I mean, just, right. I was. It wasn't say. like he cursed or flipped out, but it's just like at that point, you're either going to go nuclear and make right. headlines everywhere yeah. or just ignore it, laugh, wave, and continue doing what you're doing. Yeah, you saw it in Oakland that one time in baseball where the fan got uh, heckled a little bit too much. Next thing you know, he's got his got him by the jersey, the one guy. I can't remember yeah. who it was. But uh, freaking look, like it, it's just, um, I don't know, man. You're in that element. You're You're still competitive. You're on the football field. Somebody's trash talking. You're going to give it back. And everybody wants to play. I'm just a fan until – it, they get popped in the mouth or they get reacted. Yeah. So knowing all the athletes, we know even Sean Crunk, man, he was ready to pop me in the mouth. I, I, <laughs> when he saw the Met Sox, he's like, are you, a, are you, are every you day. trying? It's my feeling every like, day yeah, when I so see you in Mets here. Yeah. I've, I've feelings mutual pal. Uh, <laughs> but look it, and eventually at the end he's chanting, let's go Mets and we're hugging and we're having a great time. And he wasn't so, even drinking and he wasn't even drinking. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton do better. Speaking of somebody else know. that can do, I, I, I'm on Cam Newton's side on this one. No, I'm not gonna let you just. Gonna let I, I'm not gonna let you cut something. this off. Yeah, you're not. No, they, and you know what? He's right. Uh, but also, like what you're saying, based off your bank account, keep your mouth shut. But Cam Cam's reason for not having a ring was not Cam's fault. 
That's all I'm saying. Disagree. But let's let's move on here uh, to another quarterback that is no stranger to the uh, to the new circuit here. Uh, Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. had his little press conference uh, after camp one day, and he went off on a tangent, blaming the media for the quote narrative of at least the 25 women suing him for sexual harassment and how it kind of tarnished his name, blaming the media's narrative, not the 20 to 25 or over 25 women that actually accused him of doing this and all the DMS and all that other stuff, but blame the media's narrative for why things ended up the way he did smart or stupid, Mike. You're guilty in this society until you prove your innocence. And sometimes even when you prove your innocence, uh, you're doomed, right? So everybody, I don't know, like, you know, like I think that when there's smoke, there's fire. That's true. Uh, it, it's just, it's, it's a tightrope, right? Like you don't know really what happened unless there's evidence. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Pat Mahomes, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, uh, brother or whatever. That was a terrifying situation mm-hmm. where he was like groping that woman. Yeah. That man b- belongs beyond bars. So like, I wish the media would push that agenda. Well, he would more. be if he couldn't make bail. I right. Mean, no, I get that. To... I get that. But we don't talk about it enough. Like that guy should be burned at the stake. Well, I think right. we, I think we don't talk about it because it's, it's so cut and dry. Right. Oh yeah. There's the video. He definitely see did ya. that. Right. You know, there's no way he's coming back and no yeah. way he's, he's and not going to, you're not going to see him around the NFL this no, year. He's, no. he's yeah. going to be on everybody's watch. Watch list. But with the Watson, even though nothing came to fruition, there wasn't hard evidence where mm-hmm. they proved there he didn't have his day in court. Everything was kind of thrown out and brushed under the rug, so to speak. Yeah. And, you know, I think, again, as a professional athlete, if you want to leave that sort of mess in the past, then don't, don't bring it don't up. bring up these conspiracy theories and, of how the media's narrative. Just say, hey, listen, that part of my life is over. Yeah, I'm looking to continue in Cleveland, blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm not even a media. Why poke the bear? Exactly. Too? Why poke the bear? Exactly. Like the media will come back at you like you're right. not. Yeah. I mean, we saw it even with like umpires and Max Scherzer uh, talking about the sticky stuff. Next thing you know, he gets suspended for it. So it's like. You can't poke authority, you can't poke the press, and, and you can't poke the refs, you know? So it's just three things you shouldn't do. Just, uh, you know, and, and again, that we are a press-driven society. These players are put in front of a mic when they're emotional, when their adrenaline's high, uh, you know, and, and they're asked all these ridiculous questions, and then they're asked them again in a different setting, you know? So it's just like nonstop. So... Uh, I, I do get annoyed and I've seen this a lot where people take sound bites and it just, uh, it, it takes it away from that. But with that said, I want to talk about the press and a sound bite that I enjoy. Go ahead. Uh, well, do you want to do that or you, you had a thought? I was just, I was going to move to the next one, but you know, you no, go, 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 go. No, I we'll was wait. talking about, I want you to get your finger ready for this next one. Okay. Uh, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. announces this year that this is his final season. Oh, who cares? And that's all we have to say about that. Do we want to get into this? Do we want to take the break first? We'll take a break. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, guys, we're going to get into the little teaser that Mike just shared. Also, we're going to rank the dumbest sports fans for the NFL, the dumbest fan base and uh, giant fans. I got news for you. You're not going to be happy with this one. Coming up next, this is Divide Live on Fox Sports. Spreads, totals, and all the prop bets in between. It's the gambler. One is a Mets fan. The other is a Yankees fan. Together, they make the perfect show. It's The Divide with Mike and Corey right here on The Gambler. 
And we are back, everybody. Sticking with football news. JPA Football on Twitter at uh, JAS. I don't know. Some sort of football account on Twitter. They <laughs> Way to give them the shout out there. I know. No, I, they're big, dude. They they're are. Big. They're huge. And, and there's a lot of content. But they put out the top, or I guess I should say the smartest to dumbest list of fan bases yeah. in the nfl uh and then of course for some strange reason i don't agree with it and here's yeah. why if number one as being the smartest fan base the buffalo bills <laughs> says uh, fans were ranked as the the smartest the least intelligent fan base in the nfl according to a study done by gambling.com so there's no official article that's attached to this I really want to know what criteria gambling.com did to figure out smartest. It could be just be, you know, betting um, trends. But the Buffalo Bills, as the smartest fan base, you guys clear out your Walmarts of plastic tables to throw each other into before you watch a football game. You, can't, yeah. you definitely can't be the smartest. No. 100% yeah. can't be the smartest. Not even close. I mean, and and by the way, Germ was the one that shared this with us. Yes. Of oh, course he, he would. Buffalo no, Bills Buffalo fan. Bills fan. Of course. He just saw his team on top. Just to go through the top five here, Mike, you have the Bills, Browns, Buccaneers, Chiefs, and Packers. I, like the Browns is number two. You can't be the smartest fan base because you're still rooting for the Browns. But all, yeah, outside of the Browns, unless they just know their fan base is losing, if it had to do with gambling, like those are the top four teams right now in the NFL or or close to the top, right? Uh, so their win loss ratio Bills, would be. Bucks are going to drop off this year, but right? Yeah, this Bills, year, Bucks, but in Chiefs, the last five years, as the I Cowboy mean, fan base is number six, dude. No, nah, I do gambling.com. You guys did a bad job with this. Yeah. I can already tell. And I'm I'm an expert in all things, everything. Uh, bottom five, we have Giants all the way dead last, mm. dumbest fan base in the NFL, followed by uh, Vikings, I agree Jets, with that because Bears, most Giants fans Titans. are Yankee fans. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. I don't know what's worse, a Giant and a Yankee fan or a Jet and a Met fan. Uh, both stink. That's just a bad combination yeah. right there. Um, Titans being at the first of the bottom five bears. Okay. The jet, I can, I can definitely agree with the jets being towards the bottom. I know a lot of jet fans. Dude, they are on cloud nine They're, right now. Uh, for Rogers what? He didn't do anything. A pay cut. He didn't do taking a pay cut anything. To free up space. I don't care. Man. Also, it's, that's dumb because like Aaron Rodgers has to lose money, but the owners don't, but I'm sure he'll get like a Johnson and Johnson, uh, you know, partnership or something. He's getting that Aaron money back. Rogers wants this Tom Brady type tour. Got that. To prove that he can go to another franchise and, and win a Super Bowl. And, yeah. It's not happening, dude. If you couldn't do with more than once with the Packer team that you had, you're not going to do it in New York. Also, speaking of gambling, it's not worth gambling on the Jets right now. No. Unless you're gambling on them to lose because, like, it's. Dude, even for him to be MVP is like the odds are ridiculous. No, it's just small. It's like, not it, even worth. No, don't do it. It's it's almost it's it's a bad buy, guys. The Jets are a bad buy right now. Mm -hmm. uh, for the odds that you're getting, I mean, it's the media hype is ridiculous around this team. Yeah. The, the other than maybe one or two changes to their offensive line, they haven't changed much. So it's, it's, what are we doing here? What are we even talking about? Right. So giant fans, you guys are officially according to gambling.com, the dumbest 
fan base in the NFL. And for some reason, gambling.com thinks the bills are the smartest, but I, yeah. I don't agree with any of this. Who wrote this Jamal? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, um, let's move back to baseball or, or pro wrestling. I don't know. Like, yo, go ahead and give them the clip and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll decide here. So go, you said that Zach Greinke and I are a hall of very good ball players. I think Zach and I would agree. You may be right, but I get the gist of what's going on here. I know what you're doing. You're looking down on us. A couple small market Midwest ball players, just because we're not big city, just like you, Mr. New York City, Sirius XM radio star, Mr. National Television, ESPN star, with your Fifth Avenue ties and your crisp pocket squares, your tailored suits and your polished shoes and your hair, your perfectly coiffed Broadway hair. Must be nice to sit atop that Madison Avenue ivory tower looking down on us with those luscious locks. Not everyone can be the next Roger Peckinpah, Mad Dog. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a disgrace. I can't tell if he's being serious. That voice is Joey Votto. And man, he is Mr. Promo. From his promo coming back to the Reds, uh, where he's wearing all red, uh, red bat, and he's walking in the dugout like, like sting WWE oh, style to this, to cutting this promo and putting mad dog in his place. It's, it's, it's dude, this guy is going to make millions outside of baseball. Once he retires, like if foul territory is smart, they'll pick him up. If Fox sports is smart, they'd pick him up. Uh, he's, he's a great, great guy. It's just so fun to watch. Uh, has to make that clubhouse so much better. And it's funny cause he's now channel channeled his anger. And like turned it into something great. And you could just see him growing up because uh, when the Reds, when he was a, a rookie, Frazier used to get on his nerves. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's like, come on. If it, uh, Todd would be like, Vada, what are you doing? Like, if you're going to hit, hit. Like, and, and he would just get steaming mad. And then he realized, <laughs> and, and Todd would be like, yo, watch, I'm going to make him upset. And like, when I was a kid, people would do that to me nonstop. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Matt would always be like, yo, like you got to channel that. And I eventually did, but Joey Votto has done it to the next level where now he's using that anger to entertain the rest of us. And I'm all, I'm here for it all. I can't wait for that man's uh, career after baseball. Uh, Speaking of wrestling, you got some big SummerSlam coming up. Vesper. What are we Uh, doing? What are we doing? Yeah, we're doing a watch party with Fox Sports, the gambler, uh, Q102, uh, Buster from from Q102, program director, also host of uh, Bex and Buster, uh, Sean Brace, uh, his entire Fox Sports The Gambler crew, myself included. Uh, we're going to be there uh, for SummerSlam watch party. Uh, we're giving away, and this is what's crazy. We're giving away WrestleMania tickets. And I don't know if you know this, how much WrestleMania tickets are already going for. Uh, over thirteen hundred dollars on average. This is the wrestle. This is happening in Philly. WrestleMania, in Philly, right? WrestleMania, yeah. Thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, man. So imagine just uh, so tickets to the watch party are fifteen dollars or fifty dollars. Now with fifty dollars, you get all you can eat buffet and all you can drink. Uh, so it's just open bar buffet, fifty bucks in Center City. That's insane. Dude, that's insane no matter what the day is. Yeah, exactly. Or where you are. Right. Like 50, nobody, to get a drink and a meal right now, one drink, one meal, you're not spending $50. And then also you get to watch SummerSlam. I went to a uh, a bring your own restaurant yesterday. So like I I wasn't drinking because I had had the baby with me. Yeah. Um, But 
it still cost me 60 bucks. Exactly. For me. I mean, there's a group of us that so we just split it, but that yeah. was like a restaurant where you couldn't even order your own alcohol. Right. So right. for 50 bucks for drink, whatever, eat, whatever you're here for. Come on. Yeah, no. So it's going to be a fun, fun night. Also, we're encouraging people to dress up as their favorite wrestler. Uh, Sean Bryce has an amazing freaking outfit ready. 200 bucks. He's not doing the Stone Cold. Uh, Is he doing the Stone Cold? No, he's not. He's not. Is he an Ultimate Warrior? I feel like he'd do no, Ultimate he's Warrior. No, I think uh, 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 Hulk and Animal. The what a rush and the hockey football pads I or whatever. You, I got you. Yeah, he's doing that. I, I think. I don't know. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. Yo, I was thinking about doing Stone Cold, and I was going to do a goatee. But then I was informed I'm probably going to be in a commercial for one of our sponsors. Oh. So I, I'm yeah, not going to change my image at all. No. Yeah, so no. I've been, dude, I've been on a uh, freaking fruit diet. It feels like all I'm eating is fruit and stuff. Like oh, just man. trying to, you know, camera adds 10 pounds and I won't That's have what they this, say. I won't have this nice little desk to hide under. You get, a, uh, get a tall podium. Yeah. Like a president. <laughs> it's like, what's well, perfect. Like, and it's remote controlled. So I could just go around the whole store like that. That uh, So definitely check it out. Uh, more details to follow at Fox Sports with the uh, watch party there. And last but not least, before we, we have to mention it because nobody's mentioning, but aliens are real. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's just like the more <laughs> I feel like just either we're listening less and less yeah. to the government and everything they have to say. We're just like, OK, whatever. They're like, like it's, it's hot out. Uh, milk is like $35 a gallon. <laughs> like, you know, forget about gas. And like, you can't afford anything. Tell them about the aliens. Yeah, Now's the right time. This will boost their spirits. Yeah. Let them know anything's possible if aliens are real. The government learned through COVID how to leak things out where the society just doesn't We're care. We're just like, whatever, dude. Right. Hey, we believe anything you're yeah. going to send us. It's just get just get the market down. Two things just get the interest I, yeah, rates down. Two things now I'm worried about because like they always things happen in movies, then it happens in reality, right? Alternate universes. Like now I'm worried that's a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I uh, I watched this deep dive about time travel. Oh where man! If you go to the speed of light, it would only your body would still it would only cost you sixty years to get to the next universe, but it would have been like five thousand years on Earth, so you could be. Uh, let's do quick math. You would be 90 by the time you made it to the next universe if you're able to speed uh, travel. But I'll be 5,000 years ahead of Earth. Damn. That's a decision you got to make when you're like 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, I'll be 40, but I'll be here. Yeah. So the fact that people are visiting us is is crazy. And the fact that, you know, we knew and now now we really know is even crazier. Uh, but one thing that my brother mentioned, and I want to mention this real quick, um, when somebody your age dies, what's the first thing you want to know? How? Right. Because you're worried. Right. Yeah. So we were talking about like that. How? Hit by a bus. Oh, yeah. thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. How? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, jumped in front of a train. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Heart oh, no, attack no, while sleeping. Oh, my God. Uh, or know, just like high collapsed. blood pressure. Oh, I don't know. They just yeah. collapsed. <laughs> what? Right. Especially now having a kid, like, yeah, I got something to live for oh, a little well, bit. <laughs> sort of. All right, everybody, have a good week. We will talk to you same time, same place. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.